welcome to Micah Jiggers with Dan and Emily. We're just a couple of great friends trying to crack each other up and hopefully put a smile on your face. I'm Dan and with me is my amazing co-host, Emily. What's up, party pals? So this is exciting. It you know, is. New podcast. Yeah. What are we going to do today? Yeah. Uh, we're still trying try to figure out what exactly the show is going to be. We are just here to hopefully put some smiles on people's face and this is um really definitely not for people who get offended because we're too how do i put it nicely we're just terrible people yeah that's it yeah we're, we're, we're going out yeah probably <laughs> yeah if but, you're easily offended like you, you might as well just turn off right now because it's all downhill from here probably name says it all so what does my jiggers mean emily the name basically came from both of us are very young, yet our bodies just decide to just stop functioning altogether. And so we really took it from uh, one of our favorite shows. Most people know Futurama. And yeah, there's uh, this old lady that occurs on the show, and she can never remember the name for anything. So whenever she forgets the name of it, it's just a kajigger. Mm-hmm. And over time, as our icky joints <laughs> bothered both of us prematurely old people, we just started walking around complaining about my computers. And it really stuck, and it's been, I mean, we've been friends how long? Yeah, what is it, five, six years now? Well, I was out, I worked with you for about six and a half, so. Yeah, so almost seven years, yeah, that's crazy. We've been talking about doing this for a little while, just kind of joking around, and thought we'd give it a try. So, um, yeah, we already kind of briefly touched on how we know each other. Just in general, how would you sum yourself? Broken. <laughs> Who isn't? Well, um, America 2019, we all feel a little broken. <laughs> That's good. Uh, uh, if I had to sum myself up, I'm more or less lady that <laughs> just enjoys dark. Dirty humor and well, broken. Like I said, <laughs> I calling you a lady's a bit generous, but okay. Yeah, that's what I said, more or less. But yeah, that is true. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I really dark, twisted, a little bit offbeat sense of humor. Yeah, I'm really into like science fiction and comic books, all that jazz. So stick around long enough, you'll hear me probably talk about some. Star Trek or comic books I might tell you about some of the latest news coming out of Disney's D23 Expo this weekend. The one thing that I'm always called emo trash. My boyfriend loves to just he called me that yesterday too. Mm. Was not offended. Didn't take I mean, I am through and through. Yeah, so any stupid hijinks from your animals? My dogs just screaming at me for absolutely no reason the last three days um and for our listeners oh ross is my um, cat with penis on his face and he's i mean he's my first baby he's five years old and he's just as terrible as the rest of us he just sits and screams at me all day and your other dog or your other pet <laughs> my other my Scotty, who is my pity baby, and for those who are curious, it's not Scotty like a boy, it's Scotty, the almighty Nordic goddess, 
in this area. I don't think Scotty knows how to spell her name. This again? Yes. Scotty doesn't know. It's a well-known fact. Mm -hmm. I wish copyright wouldn't. Anything and everything. Just Scotty doesn't know. I really wish copyright wouldn't bone us because that'd be great to put in here. Just a recurring theme. <laughs> Every time we bring up Scotty, it's just Scotty doesn't know. Any, any special stories about things stupid they've done? Scotty has that look on her face like she's she's done something she should be guilty about. It's always hard to tell. <laughs> that is true. Usually she's she's the better out of the two. Like when she was a puppy, because she is a larger breed dog, they have more of a chewing problem than others. So we really haven't had much of a problem out with her. Oh, she did tear up. I don't know. There's so I was sitting over on a table in my house and she destroyed something last night when I was at work. So. You still haven't figured out what? No, we have no idea. It's, it's just a special surprise waiting for you. Probably. <laughs> Down the road you just so, find it. Just, it damn it, Scotty. Like, yeah, pretty much. So it looks like it came from a toy of hers, but we don't know what toy because every toy that's broken is if it's got a small hole, I'll put it up because I'm eventually going to fix it, but I really suck at getting to things that don't pertain to me. <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> this is true. And I got home about one o'clock last night from the bar, and there's just a mountain of fuzz sitting on a table, and I found some more in the couch today. No, yeah, not a whole lot going on for me this week. Uh, just been a busy week getting everything set up to record today. Got crazy, had some equipment come in broken. So How was... fitting is that? Yeah, perfect for our broken podcast. So you ready to move on to some news? Yes. Yeah. So have you been following anything about like the new Disney streaming service coming up? I've seen here and there, and there's like a mashup of like Hulu, Disney Plus, and was it ESPN? Something like that. I think they're doing a bundle this weekend at the time of recording. Disney's having their big D23 Expo where they're just announcing anything and everything going on for their company, whether it's Marvel, Disney Plus streaming service. It's a lot of cool stuff coming out. It looks like they finally announced the Disney Plus is going to launch on November 12th, so it's not too far away. Sounds like a really good price. I think it's just the basic package is going to be $7 a month. That's, that's it yeah. for three of them? Well, no, that's the oh. Disney Plus. I haven't seen a pricing on the bundle. Okay. But I mean, if you already have Hulu or. I don't think it'll be too bad because I pay $11 for Hulu right now, and that's the no commercial one. I think that's awesome because it's basically most. I don't sit and watch movies too often, but I like more TV shows because they're easier to throw on in the background. Generally, I'm skeptical about streaming services because it seems like everybody's trying to launch their own streaming service, and how many do you need? Do you want it? subscribe to 20 different services just to get everything you want to watch by the time you get all of them together you're basically paying for regular tv well i mean and some of the different services are coming out with you could end up paying more than for regular satellite just just to get all the content you like which like, kind of defeats the purpose of why people originally started cord cutting was you know they didn't want us to pay for all this content they weren't using and now we're Kind of getting back to the same place where we're just paying the same amount, but to... One designated. Yeah, a whole bunch of different people now. Yeah. I'm really excited, though, for the Disney thing, though, just because what a huge catalog they have. All the classic Disney, all the Marvel now, they're going to be doing Star Wars TV shows, Marvel TV shows. 
they have a new Star Wars TV show that's going to launch called The Mandalorian with Pedro Pascal, who played the Viper on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Really excited about that. And I think it has the potential to actually like disrupt Netflix. Like Netflix is the big dog out there, and they've got so much content now with Disney, like, and like the production value they're putting behind the new stuff. I'm really excited to see where, where it goes. Like even just for old stuff, like cartoons from my childhood, like Gargoyles is a classic. I've actually never watched Gargoyles. <sighs> see, Mikey is always And who is Mikey? <laughs> friend. He's something. Love him to death. But he's something, all right. He's also a terrible <laughs> person. Um, but he watched that as a kid, and he has brought it up to me a couple times. Like, that and, um, what's another one? That I the Dinosaur Show? I don't remember any of that. Yeah. The Dinosaurs was good. Gargoyles, though, it's become kind of a cult classic. It's, it was a little dark for its time. For kids' show, it was very serialized. Ongoing story arcs. You had to keep following. I'm really hoping that, at the very least... At some point, they add it to the service. The way they're constantly doing reboots these days, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring it back. All the people that were involved as voice actors-wise, they're still acting. A lot of them are big names. The Star Trek Geeky Me knows that quite a few of them were actually Star Trek The Next Generation actors. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Disney Plus has coming forward. And some sad news what? from Disney. Are you a fan of the more recent Spider-Man movies? Yes. Have you heard that Sony and Disney can't come to an agreement and they're booting. I don't know. Like, I haven't actually read anything in depth on it, so I don't exactly know what's going on, but you yeah. probably can explain it. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. They've made all the previous movies. See, I thought when Marvel got the Tom Holland Spider-Man, they owned the rights to it. Uh, it was actually an agreement they worked out to borrow the character, and they were their producer was helping with Sony's independent Spider-Man movies, and they have been so much better than Sony's Spider-Man movies. But there's, um, there's only a so watch it there because I absolutely love the original three Spider-Man that came out. I do enjoy the Tobey Maguire movies. He'll always be my favorite. Number three kind of got away from Sony. Sony has this habit of they really want to throw villains into their movie, and they just throw too many in at one time. I'm worried that's where we're going to go with the franchise going forward. Uh, I really feel like they need somebody who actually loves their character and Marvel Comics history, like Marvel producer Kevin Feige has been involved with. And he's given them great advice and helped them on, stay on track, but uh, their five-picture agreement expired after spider-man far from home and they can't come to a new one so looks like spider-man was in the marvel cinematic universe and now no more hopefully they can still work something out because i think both parties and the fans will be better off if they can just come to an agreement one last bit of news from disney were you a lizzie mcguire girl or was that i love lizzie mcguire and of course like i grew up watching lizzie mcguire because all of those perfect shows were on when i was a kid and then disney mm. More or less, just it's not good anymore, and I don't know if it's just because of me being out of that stage in my life, or if it really is just the quality that they've started making. But sometimes they're just trying a little too hard, like even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, 
Phil the Future. That one's probably a little new, too new for you. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Phil the Future. That was good. But like, That's So Raven. All of those were like prime time. But Lizzie McGuire, I loved that show. So did you hear the news? Something about them remaking or making it, another it's a movie? Reboot continuation with Hilary Duff. So Hilary Duff and I are pretty close in age and I had the biggest crush on her when I was about 13. And it's clearly for a younger audience than the people portrayed in it. Yeah. But my hormones were raging. <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody I was watching Lily McGuire, but like she, damn if I wasn't. She's definitely one that, not saying like, I mean, money and, but she did age very gracefully. True. And I mean, she's still like, I haven't really watched some, cause like, isn't she in a newer show? I think she has been. And um, she's still badass and she's still funny and she really doesn't let a lot of because like i follow her on social media and she really like gives it to people who like try and give her like she's been mom shamed over and over again and that that's not good people do not mom shame shame on you if you have but um just seeing her react to like i have to learn to make my own mistakes stop doing this you know and it's refreshing to see somebody that was a child actor like that that just hasn't imploded on themselves. She seems to be doing really well for herself. Yeah. And what acting she is doing, I get the impression that it's just because she wants to. I don't feel like she's doing out of any desperation. No. Or like she really needs the money. Because she took a long break out of the spotlight because, like, she has her own personal reasons and she really took that time to work on herself. And so, like you said, it's not something that she needs to do. It's what she wants to do. And then you have... Oh, now I'm blanking on his name. Even Stevens. Shia LaBeouf? Yes. What the hell happened to Shia LaBeouf? That's a great question. I, I guess we should give him credit. If, if you're measuring him against other child stars, like, he's still, like, comparatively speaking towards, like, Amanda Bynes, Shia LaBeouf is doing great. <laughs> hey, she has gotten a little bit better. Like, everybody has to have a rough period. Yeah, I... You know, I do make fun of her, but I feel so bad. Like, she was so talented and funny for her age. Like, it's just, if I was a parent, there's no way in hell I would let a child get involved in that. It's, yeah. You have the ones that come out okay, but there's so many stories. It's just. That beauty pageants. True that. No way in hell. I'd be more likely to let them act than being a beauty pageant. Okay, so moving on from all that exciting news you have any other news did you see what has been announced i don't know how close you've been paying attention you're gonna have to be more specific there's been a lot of things announced just like pull it from your geeky brain of something that we both share a lot for rick and morty is there is there rick and morty news please give me rick and morty news well that comes out in november but matrix 4 is happening I did see that. I'm excited about it. I don't know how to feel about it. It's I loved the original Matrix, but I'm worried that what made those movies what they are is very much grounded in the late 90s. I don't know if you can recapture that today without it being too polished. Or I mean, there's a punk element to those movies, and I don't know if that fits with modern films without forcing it. I just don't know. And I'm worried about Keanu Reeves being overexposed. I really love this renaissance he's having with John Wick. And we're getting Bill and Ted 3, finally. I am excited. 
Speaking of Bill and Ted, this is a side note, but Jay and Silent Bob is coming out with another movie. Yes. That's what I'm excited about, yes. too. Uh, oh, God. I, I'm looking forward to that. That's another one of those it's things. It's looking are... really good because they finally released a trailer and it was really funny. And um, Kevin Smith's daughter is in it and she's really funny, it looks like, in it. Yeah, it's another one I'm cautiously optimistic about. Some of Kevin Smith's more recent work hasn't quite been up there. Worried maybe he's kind of lost his comedic edge. I don't know. From the trailer, it looked pretty good, though. It, it does. And that's not one of those, like, I feel like Jane and Simon and Bob are very much a 2000s thing. But the trailer looks good. I'm interested in seeing. I'll pay. I'll, I'll see where it goes. I mean, the Jane Silent Bob, Strike Back, the Clerks movies. I don't think anybody's ever going to say they're high art, <laughs> but they have their charm. It's just one of those things, like, you just have to be in that kind of, like, humor almost. I don't know. I loved the first Jane Bob uh, Strike Back. Yeah. That one I really liked. And my humor is really hit and miss sometimes. That bit at the end where they're just tracking down everybody that has said shit about them on the internet just... <laughs> Knocking on doors, going to 13-year-old boys, did you say this? And then you just kick their ass. Who hasn't wanted to do that to somebody that was talking trash on the internet? If it was what? only that easy. Well, I don't know about you, but I've read some really just weird headlines in the news lately. Oh, well, so. I've got some. <laughs> okay, so I follow KMOV St. Louis and CNN, and so these headlines came from there. First one is, it's kind of sweet, but it's also a little weird. So there's a small town, and they're in, they have this festival every year, and the newborns that are in the hospital still get dressed up in knitted pickle outfits for this festival <laughs> so it's like super cute but it's also really weird that's not cute that's just weird <laughs> like are they asking the parents or just like hey by the way don't I be surprised when you show up and your kid looks like a pickle. <laughs> i hope that they just be like um the old ladies in the community into these for all the newborns in the hospital and we wanted to give one to you but that also then makes me think of, like, you know how animals, like, sometimes animals eat their young? Yes. <laughs> and this is where my brain was, like, um, don't eat your baby, but... That must be a strange early experience for a baby. What's going on? Why, why do I look like something to be eaten? Oh my god, am I being eaten? <laughs> It's okay. You won't remember. You won't remember anything until you're three. So whatever happens between zero and three is always. Eh. At the age of five, they won't eat pickles, and nobody can remember why. They're just traumatized. Here's one. This one's from the Tampa Bay Times. Florida man arrested after in-home castration goes wrong, because they so often go right when you do an in-home castration. I want to know. Did they do it themselves? Oh, it. I have the whole story. It is amazing. The man told a deputy he had just performed a castration on a man and encountered major issues. Deputies found a victim on a bed bleeding heavily with a towel over his groin. 74-year-old Gary Van Ryswick was charged with a second-degree felony for practicing medicine without a license, resulting in bodily injury after allegedly performing a Bosch castration surgery. He admitted to the deputies he had just removed the testicles of a man he'd met on a website for those that have fetish for castration and that, quote, it didn't go as planned. 
This is weird. No, he, he purchased painkillers online from England, because apparently he couldn't get them legally in the U.S., and using forceps and scalpels he'd acquired, he began the procedure at 10 p.m. on Sunday night. You know, a normal time to start a surgery when you're nice and alert. How was that going to go for the guy the next day? You think he was planning on going to work? The the guy having the procedure done on him? Did he ever? Did does it explain why? The guy just had a fetish. He wanted to be castrated, so he found some other guy online that was like, "Yeah, I'll do that for you." Uh... <laughs> yeah, but the victim's uncontrollable bleeding made it difficult for him to close the wound. Van Ricewick confessed to deputies that he had performed a similar operation with similar disastrous fate several years ago in a motel. He, oh my god! He didn't learn the first time, so he was like, you know what? It's been a few years. I've really grown as a person. I feel like my skills have been honed. You know what? Maybe it was the motel. He needed a more controlled environment, so he did it in his home this time. God, I don't, I just don't understand, like, what goes through people's brains to make them... What the fuck is wrong with people? I like, don't know. These two, I, I, I'm not sure a crime occurred. Like, these two deserved each other. The guy wanted castrated, the other guy wanted to do it. But I'm sure somebody got in trouble, because wouldn't that be considered, like, general mutilation? Yeah, it doesn't say he was charged with that. It, oh. It's just practicing medicine without a license. Wow. Well, at least he'll never become a real doctor, so he's just going to keep doing sketchy in-home castration. Well, apparently the other guy's never going to be a real man. <laughs> Oh, hopefully he's okay living with that. There was also another headline that I saw that a dad had, like, two twin, like, one-year-old, like, and he purposely left them in a car, and they both purposely. died. He put them in the car and then walked away. And they weren't, I don't even know if they were even one yet. As far as I'm concerned, you do something that heinous, punishment should be the exact same thing for you. Like, I have zero... Mercy or forgiveness for that person. That that is a downright evil thing to do. There's also another headline that I read, and this was a while back. Two parents, I don't know if they're married or not, but two parents to this child were fighting, and it got really heated, escalated way too far, and to get some kind of revenge on this child's mom, he shot the kid. The fuck is wrong with people? I I don't know. But he, because he was so angry at the mom, he just left, came back, and just took out the kid. I think that kid, that kid survived, though. I mean, half his face was blown off, but that kid survived. That's fucked up. Here's another one. This is from themir.co.uk. Woman proudly boils dirty knickers in hotel kettle to clean them and people are sickened. Apparently she posted a picture to I believe it was Twitter as, hey, look at this life hack. She I guess unexpectedly had her period, didn't have any replacement underwear, so she's like, okay, I'm just gonna sanitize them by boiling them in the hotel tea kettle. Uh, yeah. Really makes you wanna use your hotel room kettles. The hotels just kind of sketch me out anyways, and I know people try and it, some hotels do a really good job at keeping things clean, but there's just those times where it's like, I don't know if I really want to stay there or not. Well, and also with a cleaning crew, like, they have so many rooms. They got to get through in a day. You know, like, they can't inspect every single item in a hotel room. Like, it's 
It's just real sketch. I remember seeing a story, I think it was about a year ago. This lady was staying at a hotel, came back to her room. It was locked, but she noticed that her bags were open. Somebody had gone through it, called the hotel security. They came, checked out the room, couldn't find anything else in this. Like, couldn't figure out how anybody would have gotten into the room. She's like, okay, like, leaves the room, maybe goes to dinner with people she's on this business trip with. Comes back, whatever made her think about it, she decided to try to take the mirror off the wall. There's a huge gaping hole behind the mirror. Somebody had been living in the crawl space between walls and was going in and out of rooms, stealing whatever they needed to survive. Oh my God. Is that not terrifying? It makes you want to, anytime you stay in a hotel room, <laughs> check your mirror, check people. The fucking mirror. Like, <laughs> that is nuts. <laughs> I can't get over that. Oh, let's see. I have a few more from KMOB. One of them was all these people beefing over their chicken sandwiches on who's the best. That one just caught my eye. I was like, it's just a chicken sandwich. Everybody's going to have their own opinion on which one's the best. Was it chains going back and forth or is it people yeah, no, going to bat for the chance? It's chain restaurants that are going head to head at who has the best chicken sandwich. That's stupid. But I also really enjoy the Wendy's Twitter account or any of the ones yeah. where they just get sassy with each other. Oh, you would like two that I just followed recently on Twitter is Bushlight. <laughs> the posts they make are just real hillbilly funny. And Natty Light, because Natty is coming out with a new seltzer, and so they're just making some like off the wall like posts, and it's just really humor. And I love when brands can relate more to an audience than others. And my last one, I don't know if you saw this from CNN, but somewhere over in Africa, a man who had captive lions was killed by his own lions. People, please stop keeping exotic animals as your pets. I didn't read into it, so I don't know if they were like, it was a sanctuary where he kept them, or if it was, uh, like, he just had captive lions. Worst case scenario, you get eaten by lions. Like that lady that was killed by her gorilla several years ago. Best case scenario, you get Planet of the Apes. <laughs> this is a no-win scenario, people. Just let them be. We don't need to be training them to do anything. The more you train them to do, the easier they can replace us. For a while, didn't you like Planet of the Apes? I still quote Planet of the Apes. I, I was quoting Planet of the Apes yesterday. <laughs> I've actually been trying to pitch people this new idea I have for a video game. It's a third-person shooter set in the world of Planet of the Apes. Okay. And... Kind of like Call of Duty, the more, like, the higher kill streak you get, the more perks you unlock. So, say you get five kills, you unlock a rock that you use. Okay. Eventually, it levels up to a spear. And then, eventually, being Planet of the Apes, you unlock a shotgun. <laughs> but then, like, the pinnacle is, like, you unlock this gorilla that you unleash on the enemy camp. The best part about it is before you get that rock, your first five kills you have to get is with the only weapon a chimp knows naturally Dance? it's shit oh yeah the game is called ship flingers fecal warfare <laughs> coming to a console near you sometime probably never unfortunately I just really, I would play the hell out of this game. It wouldn't be good, but it would be entertaining as hell. Especially third person. You, you gotta get the full image of every time you want to attack the enemy, your, your chimp just squats. <laughs> then you fling it, you know? I uh, feel like, like 
It would be one of those games that I just played just to try. I wouldn't want to put a whole lot of money into the production of the game because it wouldn't be a top seller. But I feel like people would play the hell out of it and you just have people streaming it for fun. Okay, moving on from our news segment, I thought we'd try to let people get to know us a little better by discussing five things we can't live without. Whatever that means to us, we're not considering family. Family, animals, none of that emotional bullshit. This is all materialistic things we enjoy in our life. I swear to God, if you put my cat down. We're not counting our own family or pets. We might be counting other people's pets. Bronx is my boo. But no, he's he's not on my list. He should be. That's After only the because night that you were violently sick and he laid on your chest. Yeah. Bronx really should be my family. Yeah, you definitely have to fight Mikey over him. As much as he just bitches and moans, the cat, not Mikey, but um, just day to day, just yells and complains about absolutely nothing. And part of me wishes I knew what my animals were saying or thinking, but I open the cabinet and he thinks I need a T-R-E-A-T because both my animals know what that word means. And the amount of words I have to spell because <laughs> she knows what it means or he knows what it means. I feel like Bronx, you really don't want to know what he's saying. It probably all just starts with bitch, please. He's got a bit of an attitude. He'd probably be really mean like he hates everything and everyone it's really fitting that the pattern on his face is like a dick the best part is is like his dad when we got him from uh one of our friends papa bronx also had the penis on his face but he had a tiny little spot on his chin that just curved out the balls just right can you really call him a dad though i mean does he ever visit he's probably dead because mm -hmm. when cat when you live in like the country if it's an outside cat if a cat knows like it's their time to go they'll wander off die in the woods and that's what we think he did but it's a shame people aren't like that <laughs> Yep. Could you we, just imagine? Just we could like, get some of these old people off the road. Could you just imagine going to grandma's house and be like, Grandma, where are you? And then they find her in the woods. Like Maybe that's what's happening when old people wander away from nursing homes. They just realize it's their time and they're trying to find their special spot in the woods. Okay, so what's your first item? Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Basic. I'm basic. I have a problem, people. I'm not giving it up. And by Dr. Pepper, that's your code for tons of vodka. Like, nope, I know. I you would not believe how much vodka is in her house. I did not realize you could get 55 gallon drums of vodka. I would die. I don't even really like vodka, anyways. Vodka's terrible. Maybe you should tell them about vodka and some more vodka. Okay, so we uh, we got together and had a bit of a party one night. And I don't particularly like alcohol except for vodka mixed with things. And by saying I like vodka mixed with things, I made a screwdriver that was mostly vodka and a little bit of orange juice. And when it got to the end, I just refilled it with vodka. It got to a point like where it was... The rest of the people that were sitting here were watching him from my, my kitchen. My house is very open concept. So where our table is, is literally right next to the refrigerator and the cabinet. And we all watch Dan. We're all conversing still. And Dan gets up. So the cup that I gave him was, mm, it was a really tall yeah, cup. It was, it was a, a tall, tall plastic yes. cup. And he walks over to the counter, sets his cup down, opens my freezer, and... We 
all stopped paying attention at that point. We all turned back to each other and we're talking. And then I just happened to look over and all Dan is pouring is absolute. And you going to mix that in anything? No. Nope. There's still a little bit of orange juice in there. <laughs> and that Dan was done so after that. Yeah, it, it was just orange flavored absolute. Okay, so my first one is stand-up comedy. Just it kind of messes up shuffle on my phone. If I oh, isn't all of your stuff like just mashed together? Yes, anyways. If, if I don't use a specific playlist and I just put my whole library on shuffle, it's you know I go from straight out of Compton to Avril Lavigne to Patton Oswalt doing a stand-up bit. It's it's very random but i just i love stand-up comedy so much i have entire albums Patton oswald's probably my favorite he's amazing and crude but lovable and random just if you don't know who Patton oswald is go on youtube and just so people don't think less of me and think that i think you have to curse to funny jim gaffigan ryan regan are also at the top of my list and they're both pretty clean for me cursing doesn't mean anything like it's it's not a sign of intelligence or lack of intelligence. It, it doesn't make you funny. It's just how you express yourself and how you work it into your bit. That's all that matters. There's one comedian out there, and it might be one that you named, but I wish I knew what his name was. But there's been segments I see on social media where they take bits of his stand-up. And um, like I said earlier, I'm emo trash through and through. And so they took bits of his different stand-up comedies and they're like if this band were a part of his comedy and they did like Panic the Disco and Blink-182 and Simple Plan and it's a real young guy and I'm gonna have to look him up because <laughs> I can't remember. While I'm looking up you can do your second one. Okay. My second one's headphones. It's such a simple thing but they're so important to me. Like Just going to the gym to be able to get out of your own world and like exercise and torture you're putting yourself through just podcasts or music whatever gets you through it they're just such an unsung hero of my life not to mention they're also very useful to keep in your pocket even if you don't hook them up to anything to avoid conversation i like the people who just they look at you while you're putting them in and then continue to have a full-blown conversation yes that has happened to me it's before and i breed. just look at them i'm like i'm sorry i can't hear you over my loud screaming music but i found the guy yeah john mulaney i love I, john mulaney he is so funny and there is a um music and they do a lot more than just music now it's called alternative press magazine and they're the ones that post it and it's and it's a someone hilariously described pop punk bands as john mulaney stand-up google it look it up but they are just top notch for those who can relate on my level <laughs> I, I cannot believe I did not list John Mulaney. Me too, because I know that you've talked about him yes. before. He has a great bit about going to a diner and playing What's New Pussycat on a jukebox ten times in a row, just driving people insane. Did we do your second one yet? No, we have not. Okay. Turkey bacon. Turkey bacon. Ooh, I cannot get enough of that. Why not just bacon bacon? My tummy. I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. Fight me then. <laughs> no, you scared me. You're too feisty. 
for people who, well, people who listen and cannot see us in real life, how tall are you, Dan? Uh, six one. I'm five three. I'm still scared of her. She's feisty as fuck. And I know she has no soul because she's a ginger, so she has no problem killing me. It's a special talent of mine. It's mostly like, I've got an intimidating face. I mean mug for the whatever, the the words that, the slang that the children use today. You don't really have that intimidating of a face. You can turn on the attitude when you want. It's very, a, very strongly. It's, it's like a full body posture, like... It doesn't take much either. You know when the switch has flipped. There, there's been few times that I've pushed you. I'm like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I went too far. Time to back down. <laughs> it definitely has helped because I am a dancer. And a lot of the stuff that I have done before, I tore my ACL last year. And so a lot of the things that I did was a lot of jazz. And it really has come in handy. <laughs> Why don't we uh, go to your third one? A good pillow. I knew you'd like that yes. one. There's just because I've had some real shitty pillows lately, and Mikey has gotten so mad at me because I I've been buying like I buy pillows at Walmart, so they're gonna die real easy. Yeah. And so I had one. It was four dollars. Loved it. Killed it. So I got another four dollar one. Terrible decision. Mm. Worst pillow ever, and I just can't get comfortable. And I'm one of those people that sleep with a million pillows. I was gonna say, is it one pillow or two pillows? So I've got. A flat pillow against the headboard, my pillow, and the third put put puddle. Yeah, <laughs> learn to talk. I'm broken, so hmm. um, the third pillow is on one of the sides when I'm not facing Mikey, and so like I've got my uh, quote unquote, I guess you could say like body length pillow, and so which doesn't take much because you're short as fuck. <laughs> Did you ever? See, I don't know if you've ever seen this come across, but it's like the more pillows you have, the more likely you're like a serious Pillar. It's like some weird, just irrational relation of how many pillows you sleep with to like how many people you're gonna kill. I can see that with women, you know, the ones that have like 20 pillows, they like, can be overly attached. <laughs> they can't even let go of a fucking pillow. How are they gonna let go of a man? <laughs> yeah. My third thing, that was basic as you're thinking chicken it's about all i eat anymore like i'm not a huge red meat person anyways but like the chicken yes and having worked together you've seen how, how many disgusting no, you eat no, how <laughs> many meals how many days in a row i'll just eat chicken which i'm on and off again with keto it, it depends on my mood but i meal prep with chicken every week and it's the same recipe week after week day after day but it's so easy to cook and to cook large quantities, it's it's just a godsend. And to clarify by, like, disgusting, I've seen Dan eat some weird shit. Okay, so... No, 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 no. Okay. You can't justify how you eat because it's just... It's weird. Okay, if you're from, like, the outside and you walk in, it's... You have to know him, really. So his chicken is quote-unquote cooked. Okay, the chicken, the intent is for it to be cooked. Sometimes I, go, sometimes I don't get the timing of it right. 
right. It's a little bit red when I re-microwave it. Like, I'll admit to that. The thing people really give me crap for is eating mayonnaise by the spoonful just out of the jar. Because it's weird. So mayonnaise is good. No, mayonnaise, if you're really lazy but want to do keto, just every couple hours, just do a spoonful of two. Oh, God. <laughs> What's your fourth one? You're kind of, this one's going to be really weird. My eyebrows. So being a redhead, my eyebrows and my eyelashes are blonde. So uh, I thankfully learned how to do my eyebrows because back in high school, I still dye my hair and it's always a red color no matter if I dye it or not. Blonde eyebrows and dark red hair. I don't know what I was thinking. You can't see them and I have learned how to paint some brows on and I cannot leave the house without them because it just it's just weird if I don't. So it's your fourth one. Star Trek. I know. I'm a geek. I just I love me some Star Trek. Whether it's the new movies that are more action based or like next generation deep space nine like it's, oh, it's so good it's action it's philosophy there's even episodes that are like legal dramas just it's a well-rounded show yes, i'll give you that star trek makes my world go round so for my fifth one i put sunglasses i hate i hate going outside anyways and I just, I don't like going outside. I don't like bright lights and they hurt my eyes and sunglasses. I have to have my free sunglasses that I got at a concert and that I can't get anymore. And that's very depressing. Not that I can't go buy them, but these sunglasses just fit my face very well. Are those the full sale ones? Yeah. You've had those forever. Well, I've got like eight pairs because I got, <laughs> I got a I got a pair every year that I went to work for and they had a full sale tent there. And I every single year I got a pair of sunglasses and they're all different colors. I've got three pairs of orange. I've got a pair of blue. I've got two pairs of white. I can't count. That's definitely six, but it's just they fit and they're so nice and I'm very upset that I can't get any more. You heard it here, people. We can't say anything for the quality of education Full Sail University provides, but their sunglasses are the bomb. Full Sail is a very good system. Yeah, maybe. The value of a college education these days is debatable. Yeah, but like some of the kids that were in this year's graduating class were in the making of the new Marvel movies. Like a, like a lot of their graduating class was in like some of the top movies this year. My final one, a little self-serving, podcasts. Listen to so many podcasts. They get me through my workouts and drive back and forth work. Just any free time I'm listening. And it's not even just one type of podcast. Like I listen to paranormal podcasts, crime drama, serial. Me and Emily both got hooked on serial. Small Town Murder, James Petrigallo and Jimmy Westman. Go check them out. They're hilarious. They're two comedians that talk about murders in small towns. Yeah, it's dark shit, people. It's you have to have a dark sense of humor like they don't make fun of the victims but like they make fun of everything else that has happened in this murder and i am so in deep like i know i need to space myself out of it a little bit i love the very first episode where they're talking about this murderer and he's so trashy well he requested for his final meal <laughs> <laughs> 
anything he wants. And his request is the DiGiorno pizza. Pretty sure one was like a hey. double box and the other was all meat. DiGiorno is pretty good, though. No, DiGiorno is trash. You're trash. This segment is brought to you by Pizza Hut. Also trash. Them's the spitin' words, boy. I love... Casey's. Casey's Pizza's where it's at. I do love me some Casey's Pizza, but uh, back to Pizza Hut. Southwest Pizza Hut, when it's cold, it's slightly warmed back up. I had put it in the microwave for about 30 seconds, so like the cheese melts just enough and the crust gets a little soft. Mm, buddy. Um, stay tuned for our second podcast. <laughs> It's a little Ooh. cheesy. Ooh. Okay, that should be the name of that podcast. It's a little cheesy. It's a little crusty. <laughs> uh, that's our podcast where we interview former porn stars. <laughs> Just finding a former porn star in our small town community that we live in. I don't want to know if anybody in this community is doing porn, because if they are, I can probably gather what they look like, and it's not like any porn star you've ever seen. Nothing anybody's paying to see, anyway. Okay. Uh, on that note... I'm going to switch over to some questions from a favorite site of mine. I'm excited yes. about this. I don't know how many of you ever frequent Quora, the question and answer site, basically gist of it is you can submit a question, whatever you want to ask, and crowdsource answers. Some of them, it's the internet, you're going to get some stupid answers. You also get stupid questions. Y yes, you get very stupid questions, which we'll get to some of, but you can also get really great answers. I saw one the other day where someone was asking about why the effects in one of the more recent Star Wars films didn't look that great, and he got a very long, detailed response of the effects process from one of the people that worked on the film. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's very enlightening and educational. But what I like about the site is you get these really bizarre questions from just insane people. You get some thought-provoking questions, but so it's basically like Yahoo questions. Yes. Wiki answers. <laughs> yes, and I was going through the other day, and here's just a few of the ones I found. The weirdest one being, is being a human a crime? I feel like I need more to this question. Like, what do they mean? Like, is it legally a crime? Like, can you be arrested for being human? Or do they just, I just need more context from this person's question. Like, is it an, an environmental thing? Like, is it just a statement I was just, about... I was just going to say, being a human to the, is a crime to the environment. Or maybe they're just a sensitive soul and somebody's criticized them for being too emotional. They're like, what, is it a crime to be human? I need more from this person. Whoever you are, reach out, add more to your question. Next one I have is, what does it mean when a man thought you look like a piece of candy that is ready to be unwrapped? Ooh. You don't need to be involved with a man that's describing you as food. Maybe in the context of a relationship, it can work. Tell somebody, oh, you're sexy. You look ready to be unwrapped. If you're just a random it's, guy. No, no, it's still <laughs> fucking creepy. Yes, but. I'm going to unwrap you, girl. <laughs> It's not as creepy as a random guy just coming up to you and being like, I don't know who you are, but damn if you don't look like you need unwrapped. That's no matter what context that is, it's still creepy. Okay, this one I thought was funny, but I relate to. Is it bad parenting to put name tags on your identical twin babies so you know which one is which? No. If if I had babies, once twins get old enough, like they develop personalities and they differentiate each other, 
I would live in fear, though, that I would get them mixed up and spend the rest of my life wondering if the one that I was calling by that name was actually the one that was born that name. I'm a little OCD like that. I would just constantly live in fear of getting them mixed up. See, you also have the parents out there that identical twins. I'm going to dress them identically. Like, that's where you mess up, people. I hate these people. Did you see, there was a story out last week about this couple. They've been married for, I don't know, 70 years, and they have dressed identical every day since the day they were married. I hate these people. I hate them, too. That's... That's too much. You can be in a relationship and have it be a strong, healthy relationship and be an individual. See, there are people that, like, um are married and are married for a long time, and then when you get married, not that I'm married or anything, but, like, I've seen it. And people develop similar, like, attributes. Yeah, and that's natural. I've we grow seen, towards each other. I've seen, um, like, when my parents were together, they would get dressed and, like, they, you know, shower different times. We only have one bathroom. And they would come out and, like, oh, we look, exa- like, we're matching. <laughs> like, I've seen that. But it's also, like, that was not on purpose. It's natural. That's just, you get used to each other. It's not a, like, deliberate effort. I'm going effort. to look exactly yes. like people just be an individual you don't have to meld into one person so back to the kid thing i saw cyanide and happiness so they had a little uh short on facebook this morning where i saw and it was a couple a married couple discuss having children and so like the bit goes like are we ready to have children and it goes on and on like okay they ended up deciding we're not ready for children and so the dad it pans out and the dad yells at his children no get out and he like throws his two kids outside like they already had kids and he just threw them outside and slammed the door behind them they're just standing there like what that reminds me of every once in a while when i'm on a dating site and I'll see people's profiles and it has the area where it says want children, have children just letting people know where you're at in your life you get the people who says yes, have children no, don't want children now in my mind like if I think about it I, I realize what they're saying is yeah, I like my children. I don't want more. Yeah. But my first thought was always, yes, I have children and I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mistake. Like, Ow. My last kind of funny one is, what is the etiquette for asking a person at the neighboring table in a restaurant for a bite of their food so I know if I like it before ordering? The etiquette is don't do it. It's weird. Like, I understand, like, there's ice cream shops that are, like, if you're looking, they've got some, like, new flavors out. Like, here, try this, and if you want it, but then... It's different if you're with somebody... And you're like, hey, that meal you ordered, that looks good. Can I have a bite? It's completely different. If you're just looking at a stranger at the next table, you know what? I'm considering ordering that. Can I have a bite of your food that you paid for? If you don't mind, can we just share the same fork? (laughs) I don't want to know this person that asked this question. People are just weird. So we've got... When we work with each other, we had this fun thing. It was called Urban Dictionary Saturdays. And I would go to Urban Dictionary in, like, some of our downtime. And I would just find the craziest shit that some of them... The words of the day. What is Urban Dictionary for people unfamiliar? So Urban Dictionary is a crude website where sometimes they have an accurate definition of something if you really need to know. Sometimes. Rarely. But (laughs) Rarely. But also, 
people make up their own definition for just some random shit. And so we're going to play a little game where I have some definitions and I think I'm going to make a word of the day. Okay. But I've got three definitions or three words that Dan is just going to try and guess the definition of. And should be interesting. It's going to be a routine thing. It's not going to be an every week thing, but it's going to be a game that we're going to continue. Well, and I know how horrible and offensive Urban Dictionary can be. So this should be interesting trying to live up to that level and guess just how far they went. The word, like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to make one of these word of the day, but I definitely really want you just to try and guess the definition okay. of all four of these. Hit I have me. four. Hit me. Okay. The first one is called snowballing. Oh, God. I know one definition. Do it. It involves oral sex and um, taking a deposit in your mouth. <laughs> this is it. And building it over time with saliva. Like snow, one, one, snowballs and... One of them was taking the deposit and putting it in somebody else's mouth. Oof. But the one that is highlighted here is the act of a man dipping his testicles in snow. <laughs> that is so much less offensive than I imagined from uh, Urban Dictionary. That's... Yeah, that one was just... That's a good one. I really liked that one. I look forward to sharing this podcast with family and friends. <laughs> Me too. So the next one is called Dick Ditch. Dick Ditch. Does it have something to do with something along the lines of a one night stand? Is it you're ditching? Kinda. No, you're not no. ditching anybody. Oh, let's see. I'm going to say a dick ditch is the creases between your thighs and your balls. <laughs> There's a ditch on either side. It, like most ditches, it's best to keep it clear and clean of debris. Trim it back. You don't want it getting out of control. You're so far off. Occasionally, like if if you have to set a, a fire, just a small one, keep it under control, but just clear out the whole area. Make Definitely sure there's not. no small rodents. No. What? It can get out of control. Okay. No, it is. Where one hides the one-eyed bed snake is another nerd word for vagina. Def, uh, use of word. God. I took that bitch back home last night and spent the whole night plowing the dick ditch. Ladies and gentlemen, the Urban Dictionary. It's, wow. <laughs> this, okay, the amount of effort people put into coming up with new ways to say something there's already offensive terms for. It reminds me of the old Kane Peel skit where there's the one guy that keeps trying to make his slang work and like nobody's picking it up and he just keeps throwing it into conversation. He's like, you got to put the pussy on the chain wax. You can't make fetch happen. Random detour again. <laughs> it was raining the other day and somebody at work asked if it was supposed to rain. And before I could chime in, someone else beat me too. There's a 30% chance it's already raining. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, God, it's beautiful. All right, Dan, your next word is called Pink Yeti. Oh, God. Oh. Is this something along the lines of the last one? It's not a vagina. Oh, no. Okay. That's where I was going to go. I was going to say maybe it was using a vagina as a cooler. You're along the lines a little bit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> is it 
some form of ice pack to cool off your vagina. No, it has nothing to do with vagina. Uh, you got me stumped on that one. Sticking your dick in a freezer for sexual pleasure. Wife, what are you doing? Husband, what do you mean what am I doing? I'm making a pink yeti for tonight. I can't imagine that's pleasurable. Like, that's... Rock hard dick. Cold hard dick. <laughs> freezer burn. Jesus Christ. That's when you're trying to do a Batman porn parody and you got an actor as Mr. Freeze. So, your final word is white kiss. <sighs> Is it a kiss after oral? It is! I'm disappointed in the person that wrote that definition. Like, you gotta be a little more creative. A kiss immediately after a guy ejaculates into his partner's mouth. My wife wants to share a white kiss, but I don't want to taste my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> Send my animals eat through you. Some cultures eat frogs. Occasionally, you gotta go for the tadpoles. <laughs> and shit just got weird. Why don't we take a look at trending words on Urban Dictionary and see if we can find a word of the day. Let's see here. Trending right now. Face like a plaster's radio. What? When you have a sack full and unload the lot over your partner's face. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I swear, they're not... Urban Dictionary isn't all ejaculation. <laughs> it's but, mostly. But very close. Can I just say what my favorite is? Okay. Quitty litter. And would you define quitty litter, please? <laughs> So it's when you have little pieces of toilet paper just stuck in your pubic hairs. Clitty <laughs> litter. That's a that's a pretty good one. Um, it's I think that's always going to be my favorite because that's the one that puddled me at work. Yeah, I think on that note, we'll go ahead and end the show. If you're listening, Mom, I hope we expanded your vocabulary and you enjoyed the show. Sorry, not sorry. No, not really. It was a good time. For everybody that stuck with us this far, thank you for listening. If you liked the show, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever else you find your podcasts. For any updates on our latest episodes, follow us on Facebook at Micah Jiggers Podcast or follow the link in the show notes. And always be sure to say hi on Facebook and let us know in any comments what you want to hear. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia.